Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Richard Polly, and I'm joined once again by Ben Hibbert. Hello there. And oh, always confuses me when you call yourself Richard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's how you can tell where people know me from <laughs> normally. Um, and also joining us today is uh, Andrew Oler. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello there, as we say. Oh yes, hello there. Well <laughs> done, <laughs> making um, it awkward, Rich. God. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So, thank you very much for for joining us. So, you're uh, you're joining us all the way from Edmonton in West Ish Canada. West Ish Canada, that is correct. Yeah. Which is uh, which Canada is, probably... is very big, so calling it West Ish <laughs> is. Uh... Probably about the best you can do. Yeah. I think if you say think... West Canada, people think you're all the way over on the West Coast. Um, but Correct. you're not that far across. Not quite that far across. Correct. Um, the, I mean, the funny part is that I think any province in Canada, except for like the islands, is bigger than the entirety of the UK. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, our country, our country is small. Um, it used to be a small country with a great global footprint. Now it's a small country with a small global footprint. It's fine. Um, you know. But you, you guys still outpopulate the entirety of Canada, which is the funniest part, right? Like, look yeah. how big it is. <laughs> no, we used to own Canada. That's the best part. Yeah. Well, still kind of do. Uh, yeah. People here still. Rich, you didn't. You didn't. We did. Excuse me. Excuse me, this is not a politics broadcast, but... <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so um, the reason that we've got Andrew on today is, um, well, twofold, really. First of all, you, uh, you've done really well in a couple of um, large online tournaments recently. So you made top table in both of the Farcast, Firestorm Farcast Cup last weekend or a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. And then this weekend recently, again, you made top table at Moncala, which was the first of the new series of GSP Galaxies. First one, is it, or the second one? Uh, the this is the first one, yeah. The first one, okay. Um, but you did slightly better at Moncala than you did in the Firestone Farcast, because <laughs> which is you, lost, <laughs> you lost on final table at Farcast. So everybody was sad because you got beaten by double fire sprays and everyone was rooting for you. And then you won the Moncala event and everybody was sad because you're using this horrible rebel token sharing list that's ruining uh, the I've, game. No, no, now I've ruined the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, you'll be forgiven for not. Um, but we were talking about something very similar to your list like a few weeks ago because, you know, it's not, uh, it, it it's not rocket science for somebody to point out. Oh, you know, absolutely. All, all of these things have focus mods, right? They all do things with focuses, and Hera can make cool stuff happen. Oh, Jin, and you know, and all of a sudden, you've got eight points left to spend, and what do you spend them on? Um, I was messing about, and I put Wedge in instead mm-hmm. of Garvin, and I was putting in like Prockets on Hera, and I was putting just different stuff to try and find how to spend that last eating. eight points. Oh yeah, change Mm -hmm. things to E wings instead. You know, because it was like (laughs) there's too many, too many tokens flinging around here. It's win more. We don't have enough things to use the tokens. So what we need to do is is make more use of a smaller number of tokens. And then you were just like, ah, more tokens. Put perceptive co-pilot on Benthic and call it done. (laughs) It's like. 
man. Yeah. And, and I saw it and I was like, that can't, that's too many that you can't spend them. Um, but here you are sitting atop uh, <laughs> on your throne of skulls or, you know, TIE fighters <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, you can never have enough tokens. That's what I Yeah, I mean, so. Who knew token packing was good, eh? I know. <laughs> like shamelessly i have been playing your list a few times and it must be said it's not an autopilot list it does require you to put thought into engagements um, and how and where I, you engage I, I i do i do think people are misqualifying it as an auto as an as an auto win squad it is a really awkward list to fly like i don't want to oversell how i don't think it's difficult to fly but it is it is awkward because every ship in that list has completely different dials. <laughs> yep. And is all mismatching initiative. So it is a yeah. little weird. Um So let let's just run through your list and oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Some of your some of your most fun things that you've done with your list, like the cool interactions. Because <laughs> I've got a couple that I've managed to to pull off in the last week or so when i've been using it but you for know, sure this the, is the, the floor is yours so if if you 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 talk us through the list and then why you love so, it so much yeah so this is uh i brought benthic two tubes in the u-wing my boy <laughs> with a perceptive co-pilot leia organa and the pivot wing uh kyle katarn in the hawk with jen Erso and moldy crow uh garvin in the x-wing with just foils and then hera sedula in the a-wing everyone's favorite pilot <laughs> with thread tracers so uh, obviously, since Hera came out, I've been experimenting with quite a few things. Um, yep. She's uh, very fair and wholesome. <laughs> uh, and I think that most people caught onto that pretty quickly, how good Hera was. Um, and I, I had been trying like a lot of like X plus 3A, kind of similar to what Matt Carey brought to the Ace Championship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Carey discovered the Garvin Hera loop, and I put that on the table and thought that was absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> so then I kind of, I built this list exactly and put it on the table as kind of a meme with some of my, my, uh, people I, I play test with and, and mm-hmm. just kind of, it was like, it's funny, like, look how many tokens I have. Right. And I played it against a Drea, a Drea M3A swarm and he did zero damage to me for the first two turns of engagement. And that's kind of where I went. It might be a lot better than I thought it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and like, so before Mon Cala, actually before Firestorm, because really they're, they're hand in hand, um, I was playing around with swapping Benthic for like Luke or Wedge or something of the sort to do more damage. And I did mm-hmm. like that a lot. Um, the problem was actually that I kept going back to Benthic because of two reasons. Um, so Leia and how valuable she is in this list. And not just because I do the goofy. If anyone saw any of my games on stream, I have two openings, and for some reason, the one that I did on stream every game was just the one my stall opening. Yep, <laughs> where you where you pop Leia first turn, and everyone's very surprised, and you just stop the U wings and four K Garvin, and then run Hera into the back of them. Um, essentially, the I'll get into the reason why I do that, but um, yeah, like Leia really helps this list. Um, because at, at the whole heart of this list, it is essentially a jousting list. I mean, they're not super mobile ships, so yeah, Leia's a really good piece. Like well, for sure, she always I mean, has been. It took them to put her to zero points for people to realize <laughs> just how good she was. Exactly. And now people are like, "Oh, is she worth six? I think, yeah, probably. She's probably worth six. Um, and I think in this <laughs> list, particularly on Benthic, because he's eight health behind two green dice. 
And yes. in this list, he's got two evade tokens, a focus, uh, and then so access the to more evade tokens. So he doesn't. Have, yeah, yeah, everyone can have up to three evades consistently. Um, and up to five if you want to push it, <laughs> which is why yeah. this list is obscene. Yeah. So, but like, if you're Garvin, you have infinite focus on top of that. So, like, the the thing with um the thing with Benthic is so Benthic moves and takes two focuses, and then mm-hmm. he can turn either or both of those into an evade and pass one of them to somebody else. Normally, Hera. So, if you think it Benthic's is normally Hera. Ticket, and sometimes it's Kyle because Hera's not in range. And then, yeah. oh no, Kyle can throw it to Hera. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> Just chain sling it. So you've got, you've got Benthic does that. So he can have an evade or two already. If he's going to get focus fired and you're like, I'm just going to keep two evades on him, it's fine. And then Kyle moves and has three focuses, one of which he can pass to somebody else and turn it into an evade as it goes if he needs to. Or, yeah, or if Hera moves it himself, he can take it as an evade token. Or he can pass it to Hera, and she can pass it back to him as an evade if he needs an evade later on. So I 100%, guess, you know, it's fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> then Hera gets one of her own, and then Garvin does something. Like, he normally barrel rolls or target uh, Garvin, locks or does something, because he so, doesn't need to take a focus. Exactly. I was going to say, the big thing with Garvin is that you never focus with him in this list, which seems super counterintuitive, but that is the correct option. <laughs> Literally no um, point. Is, as Hera <laughs> is in range, he has an infinite focus token. Yeah. Um, there is the only time I'll do it is if Hera has incentive to spend all of her massive focus tokens for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah, and he can, or if things start getting blocked and Garvin lands, then you you get a focus and you yeah. pray that you're all eyeballs so you can hurl one at initiative four to Hera so that it can go <laughs> well, wherever exactly. else it needs to go. But... And that's always been my problem with Garvin in general is that he has to roll eyeballs. So and, I was uh, playing last. Squad, I was playing last that. night. Who cares? <laughs> I was playing last night in person, right? And my opponent um, blocked up um, the list. And the only person that got a token was Garvin. And I naturally rolled out of hand two hits and two crits. And I went, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, Why am uh, I die so good? <laughs> <laughs> that is actually one of, one of the main reasons I, I did go back to Benthic is because this list is super weak to blocking. Yeah. Um, and well, Bendix and I too. So against a lot of lists, him alone is essentially unblockable, right? Like, I mean, he can just move first, and as long as you put him in the right spot, yeah, you can't get blocked. Uh, but against the lists that do block me, um, there is a thing called Leia White Stop. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. It is a physically unblockable maneuver. Yeah, that keeps your gun pointed the right way and gets you focus tokens. So, yeah. so um, and it does your... it for him and Kyle. <laughs> So that I they mean, can the, both the jank, keep the engine going. Well, the jank is off the chain. It's off the chain here. Like it really is. Uh-huh. Like it's just absurd the amount of token passing. And I, I, I think I saw you posting on on one of the Facebook groups when people were complaining about the judge call that meant that Hera wasn't able to power low initiative munitions. And, I did. And you post were like, about that before. and you were like, oh no, oh no. Whatever shall we do? Whatever you do, don't look at the other rebel uses of Hera. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Please. my group discovered Jin. I mean, most people did, but we discovered yeah. Jin Hera pretty early. And yeah. I think that, so like, above all the interactions in this list, and there is a lot of them, <laughs> that is what makes this list work. Yeah, 100%. It is Jin or so and Hera. Um, and so like, Hera by herself moves actions from place to place, but you have to have the action on her. 
Gin mm-hmm. allows you to have the token that you need on the ship that needs it at the time that it needs it. So Jin, well, it also previously... lets Hera be even more perfect information, right? So yeah. Hera, why she's so good, I find, is not only because not only because she's an I6 A-Wing, like that on top of everything is good, but she is like 90% of the time perfect information, right? Um, she moves at I6, and by the time she takes her action, most things on the board have already moved. You already know which token you need to sling, mm-hmm. right? Or have a, have a rough idea of it. Um, in my squad, I mean, it's usually just overkill, but um, in most other Harris squads, right? Like you can decide like, oh, look, you've locked my ships. Like it'd be really convenient if you, you know, Garvin had an evade token. Like, I'll just take an evade with Hera. Um, but, like, yeah, the crazy thing... Some neighbor is yelling outside. <laughs> um, so the, the crazy thing that's, that happens with um, with Jin is that Hera doesn't have to commit... Like, in other Hera squads, you have to actually commit to a focus or evade beforehand. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you can roll dice, see the results of your dice, and then pass the Hera, focus, Hera token. Uh, in this in this one, you, those focuses on Hera, like it's better to always focus on Hera over an evade because it's more flexible with Jin. Yeah, and and then yeah, like you just you roll dice and then decide like, oh man, it'd be mighty convenient if I have focus token right now. Very one Palpatine, right? So I mean, like I think Jin's the thing that makes the list do the the crazy stuff, and at the minute mm-hmm. she's super value at two points. There is a yes. little bit of wiggle room in the squad because you look at um, thread tracers. And you think I could actually take that off because oh, if yeah, I the, needed target lock on my. Are... Sorry, go on. No, no, you go, you go. I was just gonna say the threads are probably the most useless part of the squad. Um, but but even then, like they're they're incredible. Some games and other games, they did nothing for me. <laughs> but oh yeah, like so if Hera's got a range three shot into something that everybody else has got a range two shot into, there's no point in you throwing. Uh, effectively an unmodified two dice attack because you want mm-hmm. to save your tokens for your other guys so exactly. you know you throw you throw a thread tracer at them and hey if if you spend a focus and you get three hits well that's pretty awesome because then everybody gets a target lock exactly. so your your action economy multiplies from one focus out to four target locks um, exactly and then the next time she wants to thread tracer she's already got a lock on that ship maybe if it's not dead which it probably is because the follow-up is you know nine double knotted <laughs> dice <laughs> so, correct yeah um i mean and the other big thing is um sometimes the threads are very mediocre um and usually your opponent will still have to choose to spend tokens on the thread tracer or save it for the actual attacks that matter yeah. Um, and if they even if they spend their tokens negating the thread tracer, it's not like Benthic, Kyle, and Garvin aren't three dice attack ships with focus behind them all, mm-hmm. and they will have a token usually when it gets to their shots, because um, you have so many of them, right? Yeah. Um. Like, yeah. Like, it still helps the offensive output even if they miss. If you but just like, straight with them, then it it's unfortunate. But. but like, if they double the price of gin to four, you just get rid of thread tracers, and then you leave the rest of the list untouched. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I expect hair to go up in the future, but I I don't I don't think that that's actually the solution. I think that they just need to make her a little less perfect information, and that's really the big thing. So, like, Hera by herself is fine because she's best when she's got other ships. In this list, Correct. she's great because you're you're putting a lot of points into having a lot of things around to make Hera 
broken in inverted commas in this list. Like you're, you, you've basically gone, there are the four things that make Hera incredibly good. <laughs> and I'm going to have all of them in a list because I can. It counts to 200 Correct. and we're done. Um, the thing that makes the list broken isn't Hera, it's Jin. I, I but, concur with you there. But, yeah. but Jin, without multiple tokens and without the ability to sling them with perfect information with Hera, is exactly is, isn't well, like she's just worth two points because all you're doing is converting a focus into an evade and then you can't take another focus through another thing because you've already used mm -hmm. a focus action so Jin's like this weird kind of well if you've got extra actions and stuff and then Hera comes along and just goes hold my beer Jin let's <laughs> exactly, just, let's exactly. Just, uh, I mean and and the thing is like if if you increase either of them or both of them the interaction still stays. It just means that you have to think about what you put in. So you might not be able to have Garvin infinite looping focus tokens, or you might not be able to have Benthic for the extra stuff. You might have to bring in a slightly weaker ship to bring Leia or something like that. But mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of carve off this and still make it a really strong list, but just without the seven green tokens, do what you want with them kind of thing. <laughs> exactly and and yeah. that's kind of the thing like Hera is incredible because she's an enabler but she doesn't generate any actions on her own yeah which is which is why i went to this like kyle does as well but the other thing is kyle is a battery that can run out very quickly yeah. so that's kind of what i found without <laughs> benthic in the squad like when i was running luker wedge it's like the squad's really good and then as soon as and then kyle becomes a big target in those squads but as soon as like kyle goes down or runs out of focuses then like you have to actually play mostly like a normal list, which isn't obviously the intention of taking all of the uh, uh, focus shenanigans. And so yeah. that's kind of why I like Bentic because he's a consistent battery that can just keep the list online pretty much as I long mean, as he's on the table, right? So, I mean, so here's here's a, a thought because, um, like, when when we were first looking at this, like, it was I was <laughs> genuinely and funnily using Hera in a B wing to get more red dice to to use the tokens. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it was decent, but not as good, right? Um, because, you know, she's so much more expensive. You take her off, you can get Leia, you can get all sorts of other things, um, obviously. Um, and B-Wings so, die. And B-Wings die, where A-Wings don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, or I don't mean, so focus of aid is really hard to kill. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you know she's going to get hit, she can have two evades, you know, uh, so it's fine. Um, so, you know, it's um, it's one of those, like... I thought it wouldn't work because it didn't have an end game piece. So if you went in and you traded with something like, I don't know, the Poen po gang, like Poen 3T70s or Poen a pod and 2T70s, and the 2T70s in rows come in and trade and then pose there in end game against two things that can't mm -hmm. chase him down. I thought you haven't got an end game piece, like like a Suntir or a Po or a whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess it doesn't need an end game piece because it doesn't hit end game. Like... <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say that. I was going to say if you get into that situation, you probably have already lost the game. Yes. Um, but the problem with this list is it is so defensive and so absurdly consistent on defense. It, it's it's a very much a list of not how many green results you're going to have, but very much a how many tokens do I have to spend. <laughs> To get to evade results, right? And that's um, the that's the thing. They're all individually. You look at the ships and you go, the hawk's got five health behind two greens. 
the X-Wing's got six health behind two greens. Hera's only got four health. So in terms of actual health on the board, it's not a lot. And it's not until you actually play against it or with it that you realize that you need to do three hits to have a chance of hurting one of these ships. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and like there will be times that damage will sneak through without three hits, um, either because, you know, I'd rather hold the token for something else or just, you know... Uh, I ran out of evade tokens, which <laughs> does eventually happen. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like for the most part, it, it's just absurd, and that was kind of the reason I didn't like Benthic and Kyle initially in this list. Uh, was just because they're low initiative and they mm-hmm. can get PS killed. But um, <laughs> the amount of times that they've actually been PS killed in practice is so pretty high. absurd. Uh, it, it it is a lot of effort to kill two tubes. Um, yeah. I mean, he's 62 points. He's, he's worth the effort because he's 62 points, but he's not worth 62 points worth of effort, if you know what I mean. Like, you <laughs> Correct. Know, you're like, because um, c- the other points are like 42, 44, up to like 49, something like that. And then he's 62. Um, so it's like, right, how do I? Mm, uh, I don't know how to approach this. It's, it's yeah. Just, yeah. I and can't I think get that over that he's the most expensive piece out of everything in that list. I was, I was just going to say, I think <laughs> that that's the other really hilariously like a benefit to this list is that of upgrades. is that if you kill two tubes, the list can still like work very functionally well, right? And two tubes is the yeah. first one to die in most of my matchups because he's the most expensive. You know, he's he's the most in the way. He's the easiest to shoot at because he's a bigger base. Um, but you're not taking a, like you're taking a lot away, but you're not taking that much away. Um, and and all the ships that really make the list, like really make the list work, um, are the cheapest ships in the list. Like Hera is the cheapest ship in the list, which is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, so if somehow you do kill her first, um, I still have like focus engines like crazy, and she, congrats, you get forty four points. <laughs> like you killed an A wing. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And Garvin, the other one everyone shoots at first because he's the the real like it's, there's a lot of firepower here, but he's the offensive monster. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he's forty six. He's only two points more than Hera. So Yeah. So the things yeah. that you need to be killing in order to take the list out aren't the things that you want to kill. Um, because the things that you want to kill are Gar is Garvin because he's the big punchy ship. What you need to be doing is killing Kyle. And so yes, if you Kyle, then Hera, then Benthic, then Garvin, but that means that Benthic and Garvin, your two big punchy guns, correct, are are there until the end of the game shooting at you. <laughs> and um, I, I want to stress: if you do play against this, you do need to kill Kyle first, if possible. Um, you need them. to get Jin off the table first. <laughs> uh, the, well, the thing is, I can tell them because it's still really hard to do. Like, yeah. The way that I fly Kyle, is, and like I know that, so I, I try to protect him as much as possible. Right? Like he's usually in the back row, yeah, um, or just kind of circling the fight. And so you, they really have to sell out to kill Kyle first, yeah. Um, and Kyle can and be I mean, quite the big gun as well, can't he? If, if oh yeah, and he he unfortunately also needs to be in a lot of matchups, um, like tubes and tubes and Garvin hit hard, but you do need his three dice gun. Every now and then, um, yeah. But but that's yeah, how you like, kill those those three initiative, uh, those three agility um, swarm lists, isn't it? You have those three three or four dice attacks, 
Oh, um, for sure. And, and it's like, yeah, because you're all I1s so or I2s. So I've got one I2, which means that Benthic might take a bit of pain here, but I'm throwing three, mm-hmm. two, two or three big attacks into you um, before you get to shoot me back. Um, yeah, and so. I think that that's the other big thing too, is this list is, we everyone talks about the defense of this list because, I mean, that is the part, it's the part that takes people the most off guard and it's the part that is the best part, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a list where you have enough focuses. If you buckle down, um, you can just roll up and lock with everybody, except maybe tubes. But Hera can lock and give it to tubes, and you can just delete things, right? So yeah, yeah. So if that uh, if that has to become the game plan, it it absolutely can. You can give yeah. up some some evade tokens just to just punch something to next week. Mm-hmm. And against a lot of the uh, lower initiative uh, three agility swarms, um, that's kind of what you have to do with this list too, right? Like if you take two M three A's or two ties potentially. Obviously, that's a high roll scenario, but um, if you do that on the range one engage, on the range three, you play defensive, on the range one engage, uh, if you just kind of go for some some damage, you can just win the game <laughs> because you'll take almost nothing in the range three engage. Yeah. Um, you'll probably tickle one down to half, ideally. And then on the next turn, you, you kill two, right? You kill the half guy, and then you kill the other two. And if that's a situation which... It has happened before. Uh, you kind of just win the game at that point. So you played against you played against producer Tim and his horrible Torkel Muck swarm, didn't you? I um, did. And uh, uh, Tim was a great opponent. <laughs> did, did did you win that game? I think you did, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Uh, yes, you okay, did. I was like, is Tim? Is Tim? Here? <laughs> like, Tim should, Tim's should lurking he, in the background. He, yeah. Should he tell them? No, <laughs> no. So. Uh, <laughs> That was his nickname at school. Yeah, uh, no, yeah I, I, I felt fairly good about it, and I think I uh, overthought the positional play, certainly with Sonny. Uh, I decided to do a barrel roll because I then was worried I was going to block something, and range three, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, just stretched from Benthic and Garvin, I think, and they yeah. deleted him at range three, and I was just like... Hmm. Yeah, there's an M3A with no tokens at range three, and so that was a very sad M3A. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I yeah, um, like the position, the positional play was about right, but mm-hmm. um, because I went one speed too fast with Sunny, I then felt I had to do the barrel roll to stop my other ship from blocking. Where actually, in hindsight, if I hadn't done the barrel roll and blocked the other ship. Yes, neither of them would have got tokens, but neither of them would have got shot. Um, uh, essentially, I barrel rolled Sunny into <laughs> into range, and then I was just like, "Oh, what have I done?" Um, <laughs> and then I was a gun down coming into the first engagement. Um, and you know, well, put it a different way, um, I played three rebel lists, uh, Mon Cala, and beat all three. Um, mm-hmm. This weekend, so if I get the engagement right and not fly like a tit, um, <laughs> and and also you know it does come down to dice and token spend. Like your list is is a lot more defensive, but essentially um, if I get get it right and all my guns come in, um, I put say Benthic or Kyle. Like Garvin is the trap, um, and I know yes, what, I, I, yeah, I, I, okay, so yeah. <laughs> as I, much as 
No. As much as we joked about kill Kyle first, um, I will tell you that the correct advice, because you can kill Benthic first and it can still be right. Yeah. The absolute worst thing you can do against my list is shoot Garvin first. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and I think one of my M3As did shoot Garvin. You were like, oh, why did you shoot Garvin? And I think that was the only viable shot for that particular ship. And I had to It, it, it I, was. Yeah. I think in the first engage, you shot three shots at Garvin. And I don't know if it took you by surprise or whatever, but like Garvin just didn't take any damage. No, no, no. <laughs> turn, I, I, so. But this is it. Like, you know, uh, so um, I played, I forget which game it was. I think it was the second Rebel list I played. And um, it was Wedge, Garvin, um, Kyle, and Hera. And I mm-hmm. actually ended up shooting Garvin first because he landed in. Uh, at least three bullseyes, uh, one of which was range one. Um, so I actually, I looked at it and went, you know what? Yes, you're going to get all this token spend, but you're only rolling two greens versus my three or four reds. Um, so that was the, the correct decision in, in that respect to shoot him. But generally, I think, uh, I, well, I had another game where I'd, I'd killed the other two ships and it was Garvin and Hera. And my opponent was like, well, that's game over then. I said, well, not really. And it wasn't. It did take me a long time to break through that tank. Because every time I shot Garvin, uh, he was like, I've rolled an eyeball. Okay, Harris passed the token, spends the token, passes it back. And I was like, okay. And we got to the point where <laughs> we got to the point where we didn't even like declare it. He just flipped his eyeballs because I knew it was happening. He knew it was happening. And it was just like, yeah. But um, yeah. no, I, um, so like I played Rich um, in the Sif Taker League last week. I took Procket Barons versus, well, Discipline, Procket Barons versus your list. And mm-hmm. uh, Benthic was. I, I um, did so badly. I, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, that was it. Like, um, uh, I went. F- well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I just got the perfect. I think I got the perfect engage. I managed to get the block in the back that blocked um, Garvin and Hera, um, and I got several prockets off against Benthic, and just oh. yeah, took them off the table. Right, so 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 mm-hmm. Tim was flying six. Sorry, six barons, five with prockets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and I basically made all of the wrong decisions all of the time while Tim was making <laughs> correct decisions, which meant that Benthic ended up being procreated off the table. Garvin and Hera were bumped up for ages. Then Kyle went off, and then it all just fell apart. And yeah, I was just sure. like, "Oh man, this is no." Because like I stopped for too many turns, which meant that he was able to get all of his prockets lined up on Benthic. And oh, I mean, like it was terrible. Tim played it well, absolutely yeah, brutalized me. But that was the point where I realized that the list. You have to actually fly it vaguely sensibly and use um you have to use Benthic to clear space for your other ships. So like he isn't only blocking, he's also um like he's moving to block, but he's also like clearing space for your other ships to move into. Because Correct. like so he's making sure that not only does he get two tokens, but also there's a space there for Kyle to go into so Kyle gets a token. And exactly. then once the once they've got tokens, then it's fine. If Hera bumps, that's kind of it's not optimal, but it's okay. Um, if Garvin bumps, literally nobody cares. Um, <laughs> Garvin, like... Garvin, if Garvin gets an action, it's like sick, like sweet. <laughs> it's a bonus. What am I gonna do with this action? Gar- I don't know. I could do whatever. Garvin. Garvin can bump. Garvin can. I got a panic pilot on Garvin in one game, and it's. It, it, I mean, it's one of those like, oh no, oh well. <laughs> like, that's a shame. Right, I can yeah. get a focus from Kyle, and if if I want the lock, I can get it from Hera. 
otherwise I just I just roll up and get my focuses from whoever I need. Right. So <laughs> yeah. we've just spent half an hour convincing about three hundred and fifty regular listeners to this podcast that what they should definitely fly next time they fly is this. So, well, so I'm going to ask to you. This, I'm, for I'm, sure. <laughs> that, that was my next question. Okay. Was what? Because you, you haven't gone undefeated. You've not done like an eleven and no, a no, twelve no. and a day. No. So you know um, you you got beaten once at Moncala. You got beaten once or twice times. at Firestorm. Three times at Firestorm. Three times. So top table and then so you went four and two in Swiss and then cleared yeah. through to the top. So I know that f- Fire Spray. I've, beat I've you. lost Fire Fire I've lost Fire. i've lost in uh testing as well with this so it it, it is not it's not an that's what i was gonna say though like as much as we're talking about this list and it's kind of like it kind of just took the world by storm because i think just a lot of people are very unprepared to deal with this and so i I definitely got a couple free a couple free wins yeah um, yeah, yeah. people didn't really know how it worked but there's definitely things that beat this and there's ways you can fly that beat this list for sure so what what do you think it's like I don't like the phrase hard counters, but well, what do you think are the things where you <laughs> plunk it down on the table and think, oh, this is a list gap? So, um, so you guys were talking about a game with Prockets. <clears throat> um, if you're going to... So this list does really well against other lists that want to play the game normally. <laughs> That's the problem, right? Um, if you're going to try to damage this list by normal means, um, you obviously need to focus fire. That kind of goes without saying, but like you, you literally don't have a choice. But you need big burst damage right um proton torpedoes proton rockets are really good options because it doesn't like i'm only rolling a max of two evade dice right so if you have rocket spam and can get them lined up i mean like if you roll three or four that's guaranteed damage into the list right and uh benthic and kyle do all of a sudden start uh actually dying (laughs) when they take two damage from an attack and then two damage from an attack right Mm -hmm. um Proton torpedoes have been good. Advanced protons, like I played a Vinder in the cut, and he uh, needed to die as soon as possible because he could actually kill my list very reasonably. Um, so like big burst damage like that. Um, I got two hundred. I got tabled in Moncala. My only loss was a table, and I got tabled by Ketsu. Ketsu does horrible mean things to this list. Which one's um, Ketsu? Is she the one that throws her on tractors? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, she clipped Garvin at range three and threw him out of the Hera bubble. And Garvin <laughs> was just chilling with a target lock at that point. Uh, with one agility, right? So I imagine um, he, he wasn't chilling for long. Uh, no, he, he, he died <laughs> in a horrible dumpster fire. Uh, <laughs> so, like, that was partially on me, because I think I underestimated uh, how good Ketsu was going to be against my list. But, um, like, yeah, um, tractors can just destroy this right um dropping my agility um stress control is a big thing right like assage not that there's much stress control in this game but but if if you have ways to consistently stress my list um it it does matter right especially some of the key pieces um another big thing that i've run into is paylob paylob is bad because he can choose it, it didn't seem bad until I played him because he can choose which tokens he's taking away. Yeah. Um, so so Paylob can strategically take wh- whatever token is the most impactful away and, and stack it on himself, right? <laughs> and then he's harder to kill. Um, I lost to a Paylob, Nomlum, and Forlom in, uh, in Virecast. 
Um, uh, we we just... actually commented on his uh, cut game. It was a quite really interesting list. We, Sadly, we, we, did. we didn't get to see it go where we sort of got taken apart by double fire space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he just he got a really good engage with me and uh, kind of just locked down, prevented me from doing anything really. Um, he got rid of my like reserve focuses, and then I got to a state where I can't really take focuses, which is really bad when <laughs> the whole gimmick of my list is to take focuses. Um, and he made me play like uh, ships such as roll up and lock, and so it was it was it was a really good game. Um, he he kind of destroyed me as well. Um, swarms can be problematic for me, um, especially the discipline swarms. Those are probably one of my hardest matchups that exists yeah. right now. Um, just because the high initiative and the consistent damage. Um, the problem with the Discipline Swarms I've played is they get too aggressive, and then they don't trade well. So they do a lot of upfront damage and like nearly kill one of my ships, or even potentially kill one. But then they, the, the return fire, they don't have tokens or anything, and they just die. Because um, I still probably have at least a focus or two kicking around. Yeah. Um, but but like Discipline Swarms can definitely beat my list. Um, the higher pilot skill and the the spam of three dice cons is a is a big deal. Yeah. And uh, bombs. <laughs> yeah, bombs. I don't like. Uh, if you don't need to bombs. roll green dice, yeah. Exactly. If you're not rolling Auto green dice, then yeah. I lost yeah. to six tie bombers uh, mm. in firecast. That was my other loss. Now that game was incredibly close, but I still I still did lose to them. Yeah. Um. I mean, they can just say a whole section of the board I can't go to, and my list isn't fast enough to get out of that zone right yeah like kind of um, hera's okay but hera can be okay and the rest of the list just die because hera with the best will in the world cannot finish off three or four tie bombers if that's exactly happens. exactly and hera is not really a good end game ship like you were talking about she's she's fine but she's not <laughs> she's great fun against kylo she makes kylo really sad for sure Kylo sure. makes decisions and then goes, but with all of my bid and everything else, I'm left against an A-wing that just <laughs> is going to choose not to be shot by me um, and is never going to trade and, you know, is just going to spend the entire time flying around. Just And then every so often, Hera just dips in and gets uh, a range one out of arc shot on him. And uh, and he goes, oh, no, I've just taken one damage. Well, that's me halved, and now I can't win the game. And then Herod just disappears and is never seen again. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a huge amount of fun. I feel like we should talk about some of the other lists that were in Correct. the park. Because I, I could I, talk. I, I know no, I'm no. going on. But... Well, honestly, man, I'm so excited about this list because um, myself and Ben talked about it. I've been chatting about it with other people. I've been doing badly with it, and I was so stoked to see somebody doing well with it. So, like, massive congratulations. We've not actually said it's massive congratulations on, on oh, winning Montcala um, and on proving to everybody that Rebels don't suck all the time. Um, and, and on showing people the, to showing people the correct way to use Hera as well, instead of trying to empower low initiative proton torpedoes or some nonsense like that. Um, well, yeah, it's just <laughs> the best part of Hera is the ability to perfect information token pass, and so yes. the other everything else is good. Like she's super flexible, but yeah, I mean, perfect information is the best information. So like. So of the A wings, right? Her and um, her and Ahsoka are amazing. Ahsoka <laughs> is a much better individual ship than Hera, but Hera is, a, Hera is a better linchpin ship in the list. Yeah, so they're she, both she's an action. Yeah. yeah, well, they both have the action passing, and they're both good because they pass actions um, as well. 
Um, but once you get down to which of these two ships individually is a better ship, you, you go Ahsoka because you've got three fours. Um, where Hera, Absolutely. she needs all of the other stuff around her to really sing. And yeah, and it's perfect. Like it's thematic. You watch Rebels and Hera is, you know, flying around telling people what to do and may, helping people make correct decisions. So you can see why they've designed the ship like this. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. And I'm going to be really sad when they nerf it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, one last thing. All so Rebels have right now, isn't it? Uh, like there's no other that's, rebel. That's kind of the the reality, though. Yeah, yeah. Dash did all right. <laughs> Sorry, you were going to say one last thing. Andrew? I was just going to say the one last thing with this list to anyone who wants to fly it. Um, do not worry about Hera's gun because I've seen a lot of people try to fly this list and like fly Hera into the fray and she dies and they lose. And even rewatching some of my stream games, people were mad at me <laughs> for turning Hera away constantly. But Hera is not here in this list to do damage. Uh, that two dice gun is very unimpactful most times. Uh, there's definitely times where like it's nice, but most games she's just here to be a complete focus battery. So yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Like my my opening now that I've decided how to use it. Basically, Hera like does like one hards and then two banks and then like loops around the outside of the squad as it turns in and then she like <laughs> like then turns back down in behind them so she's basically just constantly sitting behind them with a pile exactly. of is just dishing them out the only thing i found that the only thing i found that annoys me about it is that after the first couple of engages benthic jumps forward and then is outside of range two of hera and i'm like no <laughs> but then you just give it to kyle and you just who, give it to kyle if he anyway. turns right he just gives it to hera and it, he gives yeah. it right back to hera yeah yeah it's it's not it's not the biggest problem it's a proper first world problems diamond shoes <laughs> that kind of thing you know you don't yeah. like ewings though do you rich you've said a few times you don't enjoy the ewing <laughs> you find it gets in the way don't you i do find he gets in the way at i2 but i'm it, figuring it is, i'm figuring out how to, to use him yeah. I'm figuring out how to use him. I did a lovely thing last night, which was um, I was playing against Sean, who sometimes is on, is on the podcast, and um, he had me had Leia ready, and he had me definitely hundred percent stopping this turn with everything, and he was flying forty seventies, and I just frustrated Benthic past his list, no shot, just took two tokens, bit of a waste, um, like put one in on everything, initiative killed. One of his I two T seventies who'd taken a tickler at range three, with using Hera, Garvin, and Kyle, mm-hmm. and then he just said, "Well, I've lost a ship. You still haven't used Leia, and now Benthic is behind my whole squad, mm-hmm. and I can't get turned round because of the way you've engaged me. And now you're just going to spin him on the spot, use Hera, and take actions." and then just be behind me and killing me with your big gun. And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, we'll just call it there then. And we'd only yeah. been playing for like 25 minutes because he was exactly. like... Exactly. That's, that's one of the things I actually really like to do with Benthic is kind of... So you can stop in front of the whole squad, but there's also times where you can kind of turn them to the side or put them past someone. And then next turn, pop Hera, where everyone just spins around on someone. That's part of the reason I do my little corner trap, the stall in the beginning of the game, is because a lot of the times, especially against like aces or really agility ships, they'll try to throw one or two behind me. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of just fake joust and then spin in on them and just completely trap them in the corner with yeah. nowhere to go. Like I did that against a, a Grievous Zam 
and Grievous literally was stuck with four guns on him and yeah. had nowhere to go. Well, it's um, a really or... good opening that because you get to see where they're coming. Like, yeah. you just have two turns to see where they... they're going. That's the big thing is you can commit, they can commit to a lane before you do. And then you know where the correct way to adjust them is. Yeah. It also kind of holds you back if you place the rock correctly. It holds you back behind that rock and you can't, so essentially they can't get behind you. Yeah. They can get to your side, but it's, it's virtually impossible for them to get behind you. So they have to take you brunt head on or they mm. have to take you from the side. But I mean, I have Leia and pivot and you can kind of just pivot the 90 degrees and then fly that way if that's what they're trying to do. So Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... We've got two two more things that I want to talk to you about that aren't for sure. this list because honestly I'll talk about it all night. So it's a good yeah, job. No, that, we can, we can um, move on for sure. <laughs> so um, first thing I is we should have taken the host place. <laughs> totally should have done. Um, so <laughs> what, what we were talking a little bit before. You're from um, Edmonton in Alberta, in kind of western edge of Canada. Um, <laughs> what's um, so like? Tim and Ben, when they were at Worlds, they hung out with a bunch of the um, the Canadian guys and a bunch of your guys from uh, Blizzard Squadron. And um, what's the what's the X Wing scene like for you? Uh, well, it's smaller. Edmonton is a bit of a smaller city, um, so our, our group isn't isn't the biggest group. Um, a lot of the Western Canada guys are kind of like one big group, like the Sea to Sky guys and the Chinook guys and stuff. We're all mm-hmm. we're all uh, pretty pretty much the same group at this point, but. Are the X-Wing um, junkies still going? Because they're Western Canada. Were they Vancouver? They are Manitoba. Oh, Manitoba. I don't um, they were streaming at Worlds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I think they're still going. I, I haven't talked to them Oh, no, they're, Win- they're Winnipeg, aren't they? Yes. They're Winnipeg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, like it, it's a really good scene. The, the real problem is just the problem of living in Canada. <laughs> and that is to go to any of these events is a lot more of an investment, I think, than uh, other people. Um, airports, for whatever reason, Canada does not... Canada has, like, taxes up the wazoo for in-Canada flights. So it's always cheaper to fly to American events than Canadian events for some reason. Uh, I don't know why that is. Well, I do know why that is, but we won't go into length about it on this podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, like, flying to Toronto is, like, $700 round trip, and flying to Phoenix or Las Vegas or uh la right or is like two three hundred dollars so like why would you ever fly to toronto for an event which sucks because the pto guys are great yeah and uh when i can i do like attending their events but it's just it's so much more of an investment but um the 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 ffg thing was they didn't or don't often run events that are kind of outside of the kind of toronto ish kind of area Well, exactly so western canada is really spread out and and sparse compared to other parts of the world mm-hmm. and so we do not get a lot of support um there was some rumors about vancouver getting a system open which would have been incredible but realistically like whenever the big events happen we have to go down to la or seattle or chicago chicago's not close at all but it, it's it's reasonable to get to right yeah. so those are the kind of events that we have to go to um and and so I've always said that the Edmonton scene is like some of the best players I've ever played against. <laughs> it's just that they don't, we don't travel as much. Yeah. Um, so we don't get to play a lot of these bigger in-person events. Like when we do, we always do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's just, it's just that. So the online scene has been interesting because it's allowed me to, and my squad mates to play in some of these bigger events 
and more big events than we we'd usually do right like usually we just we just don't get to pump the numbers as some of these guys that live in you know live in la or or other parts of the states or, or even in europe you guys are all just essentially one one group you guys all go to each other's events right like i mean the polish you're... guys are at everyone's <laughs> tournaments so. the, the, the polish guys are a bit like they're a bit of an anomaly because they go to everything and i, I don't know how they get the money to be able to afford to <laughs> travel to the events that they do but um yeah i mean there are some people who prioritize their their spending on traveling to play x-wing in other countries right um and you know they're enjoying their disposable income in a a way that makes sense to them personally i stare at that with horror on my face normally and i'm like i can't imagine spending that much money to travel to another country (laughs) to play spaceships but Okay. Um, you mean but, Mrs. Mrs. Polly says you're not allowed to spend? Yeah, that Mrs. Much. Polly says I'm not allowed to spend that much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we know that we're really lucky because, like in the UK, we have the the biggest um, standalone events. So, like the system open with like oh, yeah. 570, 600 people all playing together in one room on the same day, kind of thing. Um, and I think Worlds ended up bigger because it had the play-ins and the multiple flights and all that kind of thing. Um, but you know, we get these enormous events that you can go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're lucky in that, you know, kind of within driving distance of our home store, we've got, and by driving distance, I mean like two hours, um, we've got like 10, 11 game stores that will have store championships, regionals, um, a few yeah. of them will get primes, that kind of stuff. Whereas we have the ones in Edmonton, which uh, there is a couple stores here. Yeah. And the ones in Calgary and within three hours. And then it's like, if we want to go to Saskatoon, it's like an eight hour investment. <laughs> I love if that we want to go to Vancouver, it's a 12 hour investment. So like, I mean, and, we can it, literally drive from one end of the country to the other in a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if we want to go to Vancouver, it's like 12 hours and we do it all the time. The thing is flying yeah. because Canada's stupid, flying to Vancouver is way too expensive. So you just, you just drive because it's cheaper. It just takes a lot of your time. <laughs> That's why you for 12 hours. God. Party buses, isn't it, from Canada to Worlds? Uh, I, I did drive from Canada to Worlds, but I'm, a, I'm crazy. And the reason I, the reason I did was, uh, was because my, I, my father lives in Saskatchewan somewhere. So it was about exactly midway. So I drove from Edmonton to Minneapolis for Worlds. So you but, were able uh, to break the journey. Like I was able to break the journey, your... and I What's spent like? a couple days, couple days with my father. It was a 20, 22 hour drive. Wow. So yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that yeah. I also admit that like I could have flown very reasonably there, and yeah. uh, I just decided to do the crazy thing. Oh, choices, choices that you made. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, we're we're like it's it's easy in in the uk particularly to like complain about you know oh we've only got you know 10 people that play x-wing in our local store and it's like yes but you could drive 45 minutes in a different direction and go to a different store where a different 10 people play x-wing and, exactly you know we run a um we run a a casual event um not a casual event it's not casual at all and we, we run a um <laughs> community <laughs> event um every year called the sith taker open which is um yeah. last year pre-covid was a hundred and what was it 120 something people maybe um, something like that anyway um we're, we're lucky because we've got a game store that can host that number of people at one event like our um hyperspace trials and store championships like 100 people and stuff um 
so we know we're fortunate to have that but we also are fortunate that there's enough people that live within a couple of hours drive of us that when we run an event that has 120 tickets we can sell 120 tickets to people that don't have to travel the length of the country to come to them so mm-hmm. um so yeah it's really positive cool um shall we talk a little bit about the other lists in moncala then oh, have a quick skip down the top eight absolutely, absolutely should yeah okay um so we're not talking about yours anymore, Andrew. I'm sorry. But no, what, no, don't, what, what was, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ramble on about my own list. <laughs> uh, no, uh, totally wanted. Like, I was super psyched when Tim said that you were going to come on because I was like, yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk about this list because, you know. In fairness, we can talk forever about this list. I think last time you got going, I had to tell you to shut up. You did. <laughs> um, uh, and then so... he still has to say one more thing about it before he shut up. <laughs> So, so, uh, so second, second place, Vivek. Yeah. Uh, Vivek. Vivek. Okay. He's from, okay. <laughs> he's Europe, from Europe somewhere? He's from LA. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he was I, from I, I the know, His name doesn't look like an LA name, but it is an LA name. <laughs> every, every name is an LA name. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so well, let's have a look at Vivek's list then, because it's, it's interesting. A list, isn't it? it's a, this is a Tim list. If ever I saw a Tim list, this is a Tim list. <laughs> he could probably call them all like Power Rangers and he'd be happy then. My, my, <laughs> my, my only criticism about this list is that, that there aren't five to advanced. But otherwise, <laughs> I, I, it's, 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 it's strong. I like it. I know. He's made it, he's made it better by putting Colonel Jenden in. How very well, dare Exactly. Jenden exactly. <laughs> makes the list work, so... Yeah, so like Jenden gets them all their early target locks and then fire control systems, and that's it, really. Crits, and crits out of the hand, isn't it? Crits, yeah, crits, and, crits. And you don't have that turn where you're clenching and relying on your green dice to not let out when you don't have any uh, green tokens for defense, but you're just push, pushing exactly. crit after crit after crit into just, stuff. Yeah. Uh, one, one question I actually have actually for Andrew with this list did he ever fire the jamming beam? Uh, he didn't. He probably should have, though. I know, as, they, as funny uh, as that is, yeah. Well, that, well, that was, well, that was it. Like, you know, is it is it still zero points? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's, it's, yeah. it's it's that upgrade that you throw on like a T seventy because you know it's got the hard point or whatever in it. But um, you just, I, I I feel like that could be uh, like maybe there's lists out there that can take jamming beams that maybe start to take jamming beams if this rebel list is going to start to be on the rise. Mm-hmm. See, that's what they've actually been doing with this rebel list. Is they're, they're determined for us to fly jamming beams. This is how they make us do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, exactly. Yes. Oh, it chess. He's seen inside so the matrix. Time. Oh my goodness. So, so this list, uh, I played it in the final, and and the the really funny thing, the really funny story about this is Vivek only lost twice in the entire tournament. Um, and it was to me and my brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was pretty entertaining. Um, nice. But no, this list, uh, I mean, Jenden is just obvious. Like, I, I don't know. I haven't seen four advanced and Jenden, but like, no, I it kind of just makes sense. <laughs> it yeah, seems I think really it, good. I think people like list symmetry and the fact that you can't have fire um, fire control on all four of your t- of your tempests might make some people not fly it like that one guy who doesn't get fcs and be like oh no i can't have it all of my <laughs> ships have to be the same or it's unacceptable yeah. Um, but yeah i mean it's uh, it, it's obvious when you look at it and you can see how it works because you know it it just flies across the board and throws three red dice at you and does mm-hmm. crits and i was uh, i was actually terrified of this list 
mm-hmm. that is a lot of consistent damage and that i mean in terms of my list uh throws more dice than i throw green dice so uh he could destroy me um and i mean honestly it looks like he kind of just <laughs> destroyed a lot of other lists too so <laughs> Uh, the consistent offensive output and the three agility, right, with the focus, like you said, you can roll up into the engage with a focus and still have three three attack guns. Uh, I mean, it's it's just good. Like, that's it. It's just good. Yeah, it's um, a, just a strong list. Yeah. Unfortunately, in our matchup, I think he just made a big mistake. Uh, he locked Garvin and committed to shooting Garvin in the engage. Oh. And oh. he didn't jamming being Garvin. So <laughs> he realized halfway through the first round of engagement, I think, what he had done. Because <laughs> audibly on stream went, wait, that's infinite. And yeah, <laughs> the poor guy. There was a brief feels bad moment. I think that was exactly it. And I think James Ritter did, did say that to the commentary team. And uh yeah so if anybody takes anything away from this podcast uh episode just remember garvin is the trap yeah well and like the thing is even if he wanted to go in on garvin he could have shot like you said the jamming beam um because then it, it's an interesting thing of like do i bother spending tokens to prevent this from hitting to strip more tokens um, and then like those those tempests can just unload right so and he, even then, that being said, he still like ripped Garvin apart in two turns. So, yeah, in, one, in one of the games I played, he did. Um, somebody jammed it, and it was like, okay, so Harry's got three. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass Kyle's focus to the jammed ship to clear yes. the jam, so that now Hera can pass freely as needed exactly so it yeah. takes one away so yeah i mean there is a use case for jamming beam there like it works not letting you carry on well, talking the big... about that list rich polly sorry yeah i mean like this is this is I, I don't have too much to say about this list i didn't get to see any of his other games uh he made final table and i mean obviously he did incredible with it this is yeah. just one of those lists that just makes sense right like jendon makes a lot of ships more, to be fair yeah I, i'm in the same boat i actually didn't even know this list fit no one even saw it was in the cut. It was kind of one of those like, oh, <laughs> oh pardon me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't wait, fine. Uh, and it was like one of those like, oh yeah, that uh, that literally makes complete perfect sense. It's just good. Agenda yeah. makes them work, and uh, I mean, tie advanced are scary. You have four mini Vaders out there. Yeah. So, so next one, resistance. Yay! Tang <laughs> Tang Pok Peng Tang Kok Peng. Uh, um, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. So there's teenagers all over the UK getting angry about the fact that, you know, this guy's called Peng because that's a teenage word for, I don't know what it means because I'm old. So, um, but um, <laughs> my godchildren have told me I'm not allowed to say it. So that means that it must mean something. Um, but um, anyway, <laughs> this make you look silly. Yeah, possibly. Um, <laughs> I just, I just full on Ryan Farmer, the guy's name. So like, I don't feel <laughs> too bad about it um well, so, I, I think that actually is his name but yeah no, it, 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 i think it took me three tries though so it's fine <laughs> so anyway this is a resistance jousting beef squad it's three red squadron experts with heroic it's got rose with c3po and then filling it out with zari bangle so instead of spending points on the name t70s um or on uh putting merle in there maybe so zari merle. is the one who gets actions if she bumps and has intimidation so 
there's a very obvious game plan here is you 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 with Zari Bangal out the front, you play for the block to get the intimidation, and then you wipe it off the board with uh, with three T seventies. Um yeah, and absolutely. Rose tossing one of them a double knotted shot. Yeah. It's a very basic jousting list, and he's jousted his way to top four. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I was uh, I was really hoping that uh, they uh, beat this because this is a list I do not want anything to do with. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, this honestly, this just this is just good. Like you said, it's just like not much in the game can outjust it. Um, yeah, there's every, everything's got lots of mods. So, like, there's Jousty McJoust Face, which is the Bastion <laughs> Jess version yes. of this list, which, which is just is the like. Version- I personally prefer, but but this version, I mean, it's also still super good. Yeah, you like, get it off with Intimidation Zari, like. And even if you don't, they're flying in such a weird way to avoid bumping into Zari. Like they're having to constantly think about the, where that A wing could be, that <laughs> you can just one forward and focus with your T seventies, and it's fine. Uh, you know. I mean, that's sometimes better than even getting the intimidation off in it. It's to make them dodge your intimidation. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he he could do a five strip barrel boost and get all the way up there, and then you know you just three forward it, and they've like all banked away, and then they can't focus fire on things because the ships are pointing in the wrong directions and stuff, and yeah, because they've all or or they like rush forward over the top, trying to jump over the block, and they end up flying into the block because you've done a two forward and taken a focus or whatever. You know, it's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, so I love I love that list to be honest. Um, also, I all I three. So that's something uh, something important oh, too. So good. I, so good. there's no way to get Pava in this right without cutting three via now. So okay, yeah. I mean, I I think it's I think it's great, right? So. You need to drop you drop Azari to Merle if you want to. There's points to yeah, be saved around the think, base, but yeah. I think Zari. Yeah. You're just slowly making Jousty McJoust face, though, aren't you? Well, yeah. exactly. Like you either, this is all. This is a variant of it, but I mean, this also seems just incredible, right? You know, so. take the A wing out, put Finn in, <laughs> and so on. Um, yeah. So um, the the next list, I think this is a list that you talked about um, just a little bit before, was um, Merrick Kemp, who oh, got yeah. top four as well. So he he's flying Empire. Um, so I, I was going to say three aces, but it's um, two aces plus support shuttle. So Captain Kagi uh, with Emperor Palpatine and then Whisper without maneuver. Yeah, horrible. And advanced sensors, even worse. And yeah. um, oh, that's even worse because you can do the decloak and then a barrel roll and then do your move. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Major I... Vinder with all of the torps. <laughs> this, this is a list I'd fly. I, I really like the look of it. Uh, yeah. This list is really yeah. good. Um, you have to fly it quite well, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's really good. Um, and Kagi makes Kagi is so underrated, especially in this meta. Um, Kagi can eat locks on your aces, so essentially your aces are completely lockproof. And then false transponders. Now it doesn't get rid of the jam. But in in the meta with things like false transponders and thread tracers everywhere, um, I mean, yeah, like Whisper and Vinder are unlockable unless Kagi is dead. And if you're going after Kagi, then Whisper's behind you outmaneuvered with mobs Ex- because you can't exactly. block her. Exactly, and you're yeah. letting Vinder run around Vinder. and just do what he wants. Yeah, I love Vinder. I flew and flown Vinder <laughs> a lot. He's just yeah. nonsense. I mean, this is, is the classic. 
the classic hatchet man vendor it's just yeah. so good right with palpatine behind him what range do you want to be at it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if he can shoot you you're you're in pain yeah, and if yeah. i have I if i have like... my lock go ahead no no you go it's fine say if he has his lock on you and uh and he doesn't need to slam he can just roll up and <laughs> reload he doesn't care i'll just keep shooting you forever with these right i've got palpatine i've got fire control yeah. I think you, you probably want to take the proton torpedo rather than because he's got palp, like you say. <laughs> you, you actually do, which is <laughs> kind of a feels bad as well. <laughs> so I looked at my choices and I decided that the double modded four dice attack with a guaranteed crit was the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's better than the, the double modded five dice attack with a guaranteed crit. Oh, no. It, it reminds me of um, the, the fifth brother the passive sensor's fifth brother where he, he just where he just goes so do you want to take one damage and a crit or do you want to made a roll four dice and you and might take three you damage, might take you could a, take one damage but you also could take you could five, take five damage including a crit <laughs> which do you want to do and it's like oh bad choice bad choice uh, i'll take one and a crit please bob oh. <laughs> Because um, that seems like it's probably going to be better than what happens if I let you roll the dice. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean that—that's um, such a, a good list again. Um, another, yeah, these this kind of list shreds my list too. By the way, um, yeah. Just quickly talking about things that beat me. Uh, I I did beat it. Kind of just things went my way, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, like the consistent offense and the dropping of my defense is a big deal. And I mean, obviously, this beat a lot of other things. So uh, <laughs> yeah. the whisper, though, is is a bit weak to rolling blanks. Uh, but if you don't roll blanks, uh, you, she'll destroy anything in front of her. So, or I guess not in front of her that she's behind. Yeah, it's unusual to see whisper without either fifth brother or passive sensors to be able I... to do something about blank. Uh, well, to, to mod those dice without needing to take. I um, concur, um, but I mean, he used the advanced sensors really well in our game. He just kind of, he did like eat gas clouds. He didn't really care as long as yeah. he arc dodged, right? So he'd still get this focus evade and just go through the gas cloud. <laughs> Who cares, right? <laughs> so yeah, it was, yeah, it was great. Or yeah, like the same thing. He can barrel roll um, and then just. Uh, yeah, one of, our, uh, <laughs> one of our squad uh, squad mates has played Whisper a lot um, yeah. for a long time, um, Dan Slob, and he was a big fan of advanced sensors because you could barrel roll, uh, sorry, you could cloak out, and then depending on the board state, you could then barrel roll back in again. Exactly. Um, yeah. Or you could barrel roll back out again, or oh, I'm going to be bumped, I'll take a focus and I'll just do my move and it's fine. Um, or, you know, barrel back in and not be bumped or what, you know. And it was like, yeah, okay, it's good. It's good. We get it. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. It does remind me, I do want to try advanced sensors, baby Anakin, so that you can double barrel roll before you move. But, <laughs> you know, that's just. <laughs> that's not a, not a real. That's not a real thing. It won't be good, but it'll be hilarious for, you know, Didn't, that one uh... game. Didn't it's not what Manzana took to worlds? No, he didn't put advanced sensors on it, he put collision detector on it so oh, that he didn't right. have to worry about right. the things. But yeah, you can theoretically, because the first barrel roll isn't an action, you can you can double barrel roll um mm-hmm. with that thing. So <laughs> yeah. Um stupid. That's um, even further than a decloak as well, isn't it? I it no is, idea. yeah. Yeah, it, it is, is, yeah. It's yeah. one base length further, yeah. <laughs> um 
so the next so we're down into the uh, top eight so top four well well done to to those guys um oh yeah no. mike mike messiah mike messiah mike messiah yeah he's a uh, fellow canadian he's actually okay on the xdc team with me uh, uh so are you on the xdc team oh here we go here we go here we go <laughs> come on get it out come uh, on that uh that i am and I am not per. a rebel player, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> but the rebel player has been told that they have to fly your list, yeah? I won't, <laughs> I won't disclose that information. I am going to be very surprised if the XTC, if there isn't a points change or something between now and the XTC starting, if the majority of the of the rebel lists that we see aren't some variant <laughs> on Hera, Hera Kyle Jin token sharing. Um, <laughs> it, it will genuinely astonish me. Um, because it's the best thing Rebels have got at the minute. So why would you not take it to XTC? And it holds MOV and it holds points. So why would Steam's just going to have a dedicated list for beating that list, aren't they? Like, right, if we get Probably. that one, you go against that and you beat it. <laughs> yeah. or, or play a lot of mirror matches as they just put it into each other all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Any, anyway, I'm I'm on so... Team Ireland. Tim's on Team England. <laughs> you're on Team Canada, and Ben's on Team in his house by himself, not playing X Wing. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played much, to be fair. <laughs> so we'll talk about Mike's uh, Mike's list. It's uh, it's separatists. Um, it's not it double fire have, spray. I know, so but it does have Sam in it. Well, I mean, if you're running separatists and you don't have Sam, I think you probably rethink your life at this point. Unfortunately, yeah, it's it's the wrong choice if you don't have Sam <laughs> in your list. I mean, uh, in some in some way, a droid swarm's still probably good. It, yeah, it, can you fit is, Sam Wessel onto one of the droids? <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean this this list is good right like we we saw it tear through this is a hyperspace list uh we yes. saw it just eat through everything in hyperspace and i mean who, who knew still good here <laughs> yeah. so this is this is the hyperspace version of the list that liam one of our guys has been playing this but he's been playing it with chertek yeah, instead Chirk, of yeah. Burwer. Um, yeah, do you find it snare. interesting that he's still stuck with uh so it's grievous with treacherous impervium solace Sam yeah. Treacherous, Dooku, Thermals, False, and Hull. And Burwer with uh, Predator and Treacherous. Burwer just being a nuisance. That's yeah. what he's there to do. I'm surprised he didn't go with the, the Churdick and Snare version, because I've uh, played against that, and that's also incredible. Yeah, But, uh, I mean, he he kicked ass this whole weekend, so I can't really... Uh, he was undefeated until top eight. So. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, this list is good. I've played Liam against it with his his version, mm-hmm. but he's got outmaneuver on Grievous, and um, the things that you can do with ensnare on Chertek is just yeah. absurd. Like Grievous comes down barrel rolls, and you do all your stuff to think right. I, I need to not allow Grievous to get out of my arc, and then Chertek just rolls down and flings <laughs> Grievous outside of your arc, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. "No, I, I was flying so you couldn't." Tra- tractor me you're not meant to tractor your own ship it's like oh yeah well and even the nantex without ensnare are still like su- super good right i mean they essentially get three actions a turn yeah um and i mean this guy if you can line up bullseyes and just be a nuisance and harass things and then if you're shooting at burwer you're not shooting at grievous or zam so and you've got the other broken okay. card the other broken well, card in the game at the minute being count dooku um, never mind false Correct. tracks, under codes. Dooku's corrected. Um, yeah, I, I concur. I mean, Dooku is a, was a 10-point card because he was really bad on... Well, he, he wasn't bad, but he could really only go on the Scimitar, and he wasn't good on the Scimitar. And yeah. now there is no reason in any world in which he should be 10 points. Yeah. 
because I am, yeah, I am surprised we don't see more of the Nantex because they're still really good. Yeah, I, I, I concur. It's community knee-jerk. It happens all the time. It happened with Boba Fett. Boba's first price hike that happened right at the start of version two after he was everywhere for a bit. He went up. Everything on him went up. Everybody stopped flying him. He never stopped being good, but you didn't see him anywhere. And it's the Mm -hmm. same with the Nantex. The, The busted list got nerfed. They went up, so now nobody flies them anymore because there's easier, better stuff to fly. You can literally fit five of them with crack shot in the list and then yeah. just an ultra drone yeah. that's that seems nonsense absolutely <laughs> yeah 100% but. yeah yeah i mean this list is incredible mike mike is a is really good at flying it so yeah it's very dirty it does a lot of very dirty things and grievous is another one of those beautifully um designed um thematic ships like the design on some some of the some of the the characters the design (laughs) on them they just smashed it and grievous is one of them like you cannot kill him if he is running away from you it's he's just you you just can't kill he can't ever turn around again but he can just run away from you forever on one hull and you will not be able to kill him it's just yeah it's just like yeah fine whatever off you go um unless you've got obi-wan on the table and then he just cuts his head off or something i can't remember um all right he shoots him with a blaster is that how he kills him in the end yeah is it oh uh, oh, here's a good one, Ben. Next one, next one. Right, you're going to love this, right? Went seven and two, Scum and Villainy, Dan Coppins, Jakku Gunrunner, uh, with Protectorate Gleb, the most undercosted free coordinate in the game. <laughs> and Pass Off Express as well. Yeah, yeah. So free coordinate plus Afterburners. You can so also pass off locks as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Like Protectorate, so like chuck a lock off. And then four Zealous Recruit Fang Fighters. I can't four believe that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This well, is one of those. <laughs> we there's a point spare. A... There's a point spare. It's one nine nine. Yeah, so... this is one of those points we were talking about the vase list and being like, "Wow, I'm surprised that fits." This is another one of those where I went because you know I've seen a lot of people run around with the four fangs, uh, but this is four fangs plus a quad jumper with uh, and afterburners. Like that's insane. And those yeah. fangs are just and horrible. They're... Horrible oh, yeah. things, and they're all I won, so you can do like hilarious things with coordinate shenanigans, right? So, and you can you can tractor your own ships and stuff. Um, well, yeah, or or even worse, you, you tractor the enemy and then have four fangs shooting to it. Yeah, <laughs> just put you on a rock. Yeah, do you want to turn around? It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're on a rock now. <laughs> Pull someone into range one of all the fangs. Yeah, oh, you can spin uh, it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, um, the only like downside is this list is all I ones. But I mean, if, if you play it as well as Don did, uh, it's I, I, yeah, I have literally nothing bad to say about this list. I love this. It's got no shields. That's its okay. downfall. <laughs> That's its downfall. <laughs> it uh, it can't fl- it can't fly over debris clouds with um with absolute abandon because it might occasionally take a crit. Um, something like that. Um, I don't know. Like it would struggle into bomb heavy lists, I guess. Um, you know, or like big torpy things, things that can get past the the three greens um, and start pushing crits in would make it sad. But um, yeah. I guess that the thing is that it's got you know all them red dice coming out of those fang fighters. Um, yeah, so, and I love the. Know. I just love the versatility of the Jakku, right? Because it has afterburners, so it can it can do the space dog stuff really well. 
close some distances really well. Uh, but the other thing is it has Gleb, which, yeah, I don't know why it's two points, but <laughs> it has Gleb, so Gleb can... Because it's Jakku, If the Jakku can... Well, yeah, if the Jakku cannot uh, get tractor shenanigans off, it can just sit there and coordinate the fangs, which is, I mean, incredible. And because it's got Gleb, it can reverse and still pass off its stress tokens and stuff, so it can... Again, well, just yeah, move in odd ways. But, yeah, okay. but it can still it can move in odd ways repeatedly, if that <laughs> makes sense. So like it's a bit like Cova. You just can't really track down where it's gonna go. Because you have to coordinate to pass the token. Yeah, oh, you have to you? coordinate. Yeah, oh, so if you do okay. you can't do it. See how oh, I stopped okay. you even stupider than you really are. I don't I don't even read the word read the rules to I be know, honest. You just make them up. I just believe I no, I believe other people when they tell me what the rules are. I'm like now, your power is you say it with such belief that other people believe you it's around true. you. It works. <laughs> so the the best thing the best thing about it is is that um it works um and uh, but I have a reputation for knowing what the rules are, which is astonishing. <laughs> yeah, um, he does. I'll be honest. Like particularly with separatist lists, I genuinely just believe what people tell me because I can't be bothered reading the text. There's so much text, I just can't be bothered reading it. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. You're gonna shoot me again? Okay, you can. Okay, fine. I'm not allowed to roll anything. Whatever. You're gonna change all my dice to something. Yeah, no worries. All right, fine. <laughs> Honestly, I'm you just win now. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I understand. Right. Okay. I was um I can't remember what it was, but it was like I'm gonna change that to a blank, and I'm gonna I was playing against Steve at one point, and he was flying this uh, the what do you call the the Dooku Mall ship, the Scimitar, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With but with like a generic thing, and he just basically threw every janky dice modification thing that separatists had into this list and literally i felt like i wasn't playing the game and he was going and then i do this and, and this was pre-zam and fire sprays and all that nonsense and i was just like oh, i don't understand can can you go back to playing you know four fandoms <laughs> some, something nice <laughs> i can have fun <laughs> against um so um the next one t- talking about separatists stefan keel or kyle Heel, probably. Um, Sam Wessel and Django Fett, two hundred point I'm, fire sprays. I mean, this is this is just the best list in the game, right? Like, yeah. it, it doesn't. Yeah. It, yeah. The upgrades can be. Wait, hang on. He has seismic charges. That is actually interesting. <laughs> he didn't take thermals on one of them. Yeah, he's got. He's changed up his bombs a bit, probably. So he. I was just going to say list. the upgrades. The upgrades don't matter because you just slap thermals on them. Put Dooku on one. Put Palp on the other. <laughs> uh, transponders and then whatever whatever you want in the rest and it's just the best list in the game not cool. to take anything away from anyone who flies a uh, flies double fire i mean it's why would you not fly one of the best lists in the game in an event like this if i, I was feel like i should give it a try right now, i would 100 percent be flying this if i was really try hard i mean to be I honest this that. was if uh, if my rebel list did poorly at firecast i was just gonna bring double fire this weekend um, but it, it didn't, so, <laughs> uh, so I stuck with my with my my janky stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like it's it like it's an I five I six fire spray. They have bombs. They can guarantee damage with bombs. Right? Like they all have force. It's just like you have two slightly worse Boba Fets running around, but you so have two of have, them. Have you seen Have you seen the uh, the upgrade that sticks out like a sore thumb on Django Fett though? Composure. Yeah, yeah, that's Surely. just that's just the no consequence boost. 
Yeah, you, you try with you reckless try. abandon. <laughs> yeah, can I boost into range one? Oh, it's a bit tight. I'm not sure if it'll manage. Instead of it being a game losing decision, oh well, it didn't work. I'll get a focus anyway. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't have to sit there and stare at it, wondering if wondering if it's going to clear. You just go, ah, I'll boost. Oh, okay, that sucks. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's what the winner of the Firecast had as well, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it makes sense. Like, I was having a chat with um, Ollie Pocknell about it at one point. It was like, because Composure used to only appear on Snap Wexley until they nerfed it so that he couldn't do his double mods um, with using it. Um, but yeah, I mean, now you have to use Snap properly and he's still amazing because, you know, free afterburners on every single move. Why wouldn't you? Um, but it's amazing. Don't, don't, be, don't be selling him as amazing, Rich, because he's not. Oh, we'd I'm, see him everywhere, you big liar. I love him so much. <laughs> you just um, love anything that's in the resistance. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, composure, you don't really see it. But then, you know, Ollie said, you know, if you're playing at the, you know, at the top few tables and you're in like 5 and 0 and 6 and 0 kind of period, or you know, you're in the cut and it's a high level game against somebody. And that margin, that fine margin of victory of do does the boost clear or do I lose a token um, could actually be the difference between him being fine and initiative killing something or whatever um, and you actually losing half of a 100-point ship. Um, exactly. Like, if that boost so. fails, the consequences for that can be massive because, uh, yeah. I mean, anything sitting there in front of a, especially in front of a whole list, right? Yeah. Uh, with no with no tokens. I mean, there there's probably games that this composure did absolutely nothing for him. Uh, but, I mean, it's one point, right? So, even if it yeah. pays off once in the whole six, seven, eight, nine round event, however long he was playing, uh, yeah. it's probably worth its point. And, I mean, it's not like you don't have points to spare in this list. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think, you, you... I think the reason he went for the seismics actually looking at it is probably because he has hull upgrade on both of them. Yeah. Hull upgrade is amazing on them ships. Yeah. I mean, what's the what's the base cost of the the two fire sprays? Two cheaps, seventy nine and seventy six. So it's one hundred and fifty five. Why why Jago is cheaper than Zam is or more expensive than Zam is unbeknownst to me. But I six tax. <laughs> Correct, but Jago's ability, I think I've seen go off like twice ever. <laughs> so like Liam Liam has been playing. Django and a few other people have been playing Django and um, Andreas Tolman as well has been playing Double Fire Sprays mm-hmm. forever so I've, I've suffered at the hands of him quite a few times mm-hmm. and basically he gets to a point in the board where he's just like I'm just gonna blue one bank or one forward all the time and then I can boost if I need to because you know if I need position I can boost but I can just dial casual and keep it blue and if you're in the point of the game where they're disengaging or doing white moves or doing k-turns or whatever and then you just go and I'll drop you up focus to a blank and suddenly it's like oh he lives forever because you don't get a chance to spend your token because you don't have any eyeballs to spend your tokens on anymore (laughs) and it's like oh um so yeah i think it depends on how you fly it and if you fly into it as well and what kind of a player you're playing against and what kind of a list you're playing against well um yeah it's 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 a useful ability but no you're absolutely right like zam double tapping is um absurdly strong like anything that double taps is absurdly strong well and Um, like the other half the card is also absurdly strong like just free locks if you shoot at me yeah, and if it's you don't, I get to shoot you anyway. Economy. Yeah. yeah, if you don't shoot at me, I get to shoot you anyway. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, so the and last, if you're, sorry, the only last thing I was yeah, going to say is, is anyone listening? If you're going into any tournament, 
uh, of any variety and you haven't played against this or don't have a plan to deal with double fire spray, you probably should. It is run amok everywhere <laughs> recently. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is also need... the list I expect to get hit hardest with the uh, whenever the next point changes. So it's the it's the ghost fan of second edition at the minute. Well, it's just it? it's the thing it's that just, you have like to have four a plan. Things, yeah, yeah, there's like four yeah. cards or five cards in this list that should probably go up a couple points. So yeah, start with the start with the basics, and they should probably get the crew slot taken off them as well. Let's be honest. <laughs> so they yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> at least on Zam, Django, Django so probably doesn't yeah. see any play if he gets his crew slot taken off. But yeah. He's good. Um, so we talk about the last top eight list, and this is an amazing one. Scum and Villainy. Yeah. Double IGs. Back again. What I mean, year is it? What Timo, year is it? Timo did really well with them, didn't he? That he did. So, so not only this, but there were, I think, two, maybe three Dash Rendar lists in the top 32. So <laughs> you had Dash Rendar and double IGs, and Tom Reed was like, is it 2015 <laughs> again? What's going on? Um because this was uh, the meta back six years ago. Oh yeah, um, so I was a one dash. Yeah, uh, that's that's all I played. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, I played other stuff occasionally. Yeah, I played other stuff occasionally. Yeah, dash and wookies. Dash and wookies. Yeah, I was oh, very. If you played other stuff, you lost. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so IGB IGD. And then they load out the same elusive advanced sensors, auto blasters, iron cannon, proton bombs, rigged cargo shoots, hull upgrades, and the title at 100 points each. Yeah. I mean, and it all comes down to flying the ship at that point, doesn't it? It's not yeah, even I mean, token throwing one, is it? This isn't the token throwing one with Gamut, which that version was hilarious. That also made God. But, uh, um, like, I mean, this is just like advanced sensors, robots with IGD in the list is kind of you just pick up your aggressor and put it on the table where you want it, <laughs> where you engage, right? Like, um, if you dial in a sloop, you just pick up the ship and put it wherever you want it. And if you don't need to reposition, you get actions. It's incredible. So, what, so. IGD is the one that allows you to do weird stuff with sloops. Just looking. So B is the double shot one. And B is the yeah. cannon, double cannon attack. And right. D, yeah, D is the weird, sloopy. Mm-hmm. I think this is almost, if not identical, to the one Timo's been flying. But I think this is the the double aggressor list right now. It, it's so good. Um, if you haven't played against it, it's another bit of a shock and awe list. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, like, um, so when they activate with IGD, right, if they do a sloop, they can do the sloop, they can do essentially like a weird talent roll or they can do a k turn and they can boost before they do any of those so <laughs> if you are unfortunate enough to have lower initiative than these aggressors uh you are probably only hitting them when they want you to um in terms of like uh, getting them an arc like they're supernatural aces and uh if you are shooting if you're moving after them they will block you to kingdom come or just put them in a spot themselves in a spot that you physically can't get to. They're super good. And dropping rigged cargo shoots plus bombs plus all sorts oh, yeah. of stuff all over the oh, place. Oh yeah, they've, so. they've got all kinds of tricks, right? And an elusive's genius, so because they're going to be turning around a lot, um, and I mean, the consequences for turning around are so little because the other advanced sensors. I mean, I've got a it doesn't take many beers to get me go off on it rant about the fact that IG aggressors are probably one of the most busted ships in the game. 
um, because they've got eight health and they've got three green dice. And it's yeah, like, I mean, double calculate is a big <laughs> boon now. Yeah. Like that's a that was a big downside for for three agility. But I know, but in what world is eight health with three greens? Like if they roll well on their green dice, they just don't die. They just live and live and live and live. But as we saw in version one with um, Jesper Winstrom, um, his run in a couple of events came to a, a really sad and immediate end when his aggressors just brought the green dice that didn't have paint on them. And it all just like, it was like, I shouldn't be taking any damage here, but here I am. <laughs> Half pointed, having been, you know, taken three crits or whatever. And it was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, um, they're, they're, a, they're a crazy good ship and they move in a super weird way, um, which is um, cool. Um, but yeah, no, well done, to, well done to Mike. So we're not going to run through the top 16. Sorry um, if you made top 16. Um, but um, just to note that Fan Langalan came back in with his quad K wings because why not? Uh, oh, it's an incredible list. Like, oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. So good it's right horrible. now. Horrible. Yeah. So he's um, um, he used to have don't, proton don't bombs. Don't sleep on that either. Yeah. yeah. He used to have proton bombs. Then they increased some stuff so he couldn't afford it anymore. Then they brought out thermal detonators. So he just replaced one with the other, and, and there you go. Um, so yeah, um, there is a there is a tabletop TO thing up. Um, the lists aren't unlocked yet, but um, Gold Squadron normally unlock them after they do their own podcast post an event. Um, so uh, make sure to they check also, them out uh, if you're interested. Two benthic two tubes in the cut. <laughs> And one was a dash benthic, which is really hilarious to me. Yeah, dash benthic. I saw that, yeah, and I thought, I how that. did... Well, first of all, I thought, how does it work? And then I thought it out, and I thought, right, I understand how it worked. And then I couldn't figure out how it made cut, but it did. So um, well done to whoever it was that was flying dash benthic. Let me just have a quick look at the old lists. Is that uh, Julian Galladay. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite a lot of benthics around, actually. There was four. Uh, yeah, there was four. Uh, also, some guy named Tim King. I don't, I don't know who he is. I need yeah. to try yeah. the cut. <laughs> yeah, Tim made the cut with his um with his Torquil Mux M3A swarm. So, um, five and one in top scum. Thank you very much. At the end of Swiss. Well done. You've <laughs> you've won a little badge. You've won a little badge. Yeah, I know. I did. Um, yeah. Uh, very good run. Uh, I, I had a good day. It was a good draw. Good dice. Good decisions. Went five and zero. Oh, thought about obviously you can see in the last game. Uh, Drew Funwalk, who I've not had the pleasure of playing against. So um, we had a, a fantastic game, which lasted about thirty forty minutes, where we just jousted uh, my Torquil Swarm into his four blue T seventies and rose and Torquil blanked out pretty much on the first two or three defense rolls and died and i went well this will be a quick game um but no it's, <laughs> it's yeah very enjoyable and then um luck lady luck ran out and i drew double fire sprays uh flown very well by uh i think it was jason chong? yeah jason chong um yeah uh, I, he was sending me a message because I think it was like 6am when we started uh, so I was hoping that he'd be a bit tired but no he flew very well and uh, I was I killed Zam but uh, I was 4 damage off uh, getting half on Django uh, but unfortunately uh, top 32 but um, yeah you know it was a, a very enjoyable event, uh, the list played well uh, honestly in the uh, 
another thing that needs to be shared is like the the caliber of players in this event was just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like looking through the roster of players was a bit of a a bit of a who's who. So um, making top yeah. thirty two is nothing to to sny at there. Yeah, there's a lot of very good players in there, and it's interesting to see what lists people are taking as well. Um, so yeah, mm. um. Cool. All right. So we've talked about that a lot. Um, we've got a little bit of uh, stuff that we want to talk about. We've done on the Discord Discord server recently. Um, so we've added a new channel onto the Discord server about podcasts, and we'll be doing announcements about the podcasts on there as well. Um, ben had an idea to make it into a section. So we have done. So you can ask questions and raise things, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you want to talk about something on the, or if you want us to talk about something on the podcast, um, or if you've got something you're super passionate about that you want to come on and talk about, then hit us up and. Uh, we'll try and make arrangements to get you on. That would be cool. Or, or um, just correct us. <laughs> or, or correct us when we say something stupid. But only if we say something stupid, not if a guest says something stupid. Um, that's fine. Uh, they they can own their own stuff. You've not said anything stupid, by the way, Andrew. I was just remembering a previous <laughs> thing that ended up on Reddit because of something somebody said. It was hilarious. Right. Adam Shipley said, "I think I think the Scum Falcon is the best ship in the game." And what Whoa. he meant was, I th- what he said, what he meant was, I think the Millennium Falcon is the best ship in the game oh. because it appears everywhere and it's very versatile and there's lots of different things you can do with it. Uh, but he ended up going, and he actually owned it on Reddit. Like he did go and say, "It was me. I said that, and this is what I meant, and it's not them," because <laughs> uh, the headline was "Sith Takers Think That," and we were like, "No, we don't." <laughs> Uh, sorry. If you don't mind, before we move on, there's one more yeah, list on. I need to shout out. Um, because this man went four and two with uh, Andrew Goldbach went four and two with three resistance bombers, and I oh, think that he? that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, he just missed again. <laughs> did but, he go uh, four and two with that? He did. Oh wow! That's he amazing. missed the cut. Uh, I mean, by like a, a bit of a chunk of MOV, but yeah. three cobalts with everything bad <laughs> so that's that's all i wanted to say is just like yeah. that's awesome i love that's that. amazing oh i might have to try that i like that <laughs> Where do, where's he sneaked his where's he sneaked his one point oh yeah one one guy's got a seismic instead of concussions it's all good um cool i almost um, three bombers when they come out as well i've got two I've got two. I've got the cardboard for three because conversion kits came with that weirdly, but um, yeah, bit odd. Um, cool. Um, okay, thank you so much for that. The other stuff we wanted to talk about was the Sith Taker opens coming up in August. Um, I've got a ticket now. <laughs> so, bad times. Winner. Um, Illusion. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine being on the waiting list for your own event. Event no longer. Um, so thank you very much. Illusion. Well, I was I was at the first I was first on the waiting list. Um so fortunately, um when uh Daryl McDowell from Tonton Squadron has uh, volunteered to come over and judge for us. Uh so he's travelling over to do a little bit of um a catch up and a bit of a session. Um and he's not feeling the feeling the game for playing at the minute. So um he's uh, dropped decided to judge and that meant I got a ticket. So I'm a little bit happy about that because uh, it means we're going to get to play, um, which is awesome. Um, but what we've thought about is we're not quite sure exactly how it's going to work, but we are going to allow proxies um, at the event. Uh, the reason for that is because of the shipping issues that people have been having. So you will still need to have 
a dial for the ship. Um, so for example, if you want to fly Vader in a Defender, but you've not got the Vader base plate and the Vader card, then as long as you've got a serviceable alt art card and you've got a Defender dial and Defender model and a base plate that you can put on, for example, the TIE V1 base plate with Vader and a six written on it, um, then you can you can do that. So yeah, you can use alt art cards. Um, not discussed proxying of other key game components yet, but um, we're not going to allow anything that involves you not having uh, a legal dial to use to set. Um, so, you know, you can't use a dial that's almost right and say, but if I dial in a 4K, can you pretend it's a 5K? We're not going to have that. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you haven't got your ETAs in um, or you haven't got, well, ETAs is a hard one because you're just going to have to borrow those. But it's basically like if you haven't got Hera, anything that comes out of the squad packs that you've not managed to get a hold of yet, like Kanan in the Hawk, all that kind of stuff, um, then it's an unofficial event. So um, feel free to bring um, an assortment of cool old dark cards or bits of paper with Kanan Jarrus written on it, shoved inside Same as, it. Um, Separatist fire sprays as well. Yeah, yeah, separate as far as if you've got them. Even though we'd rather you didn't play them. Yeah. Ever. Although, Just ever. Although, I think, <laughs> although it should be uh, pointed out that if uh, that product is on sale in the shop and you're just proxying it because you just haven't been bothered to go and buy it, we will just direct you into the shop instead. Yeah. Mm. Because there's a shop in there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's only for like genuine product that is not available due to, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll we'll keep you updated about whether we need to continue doing this. So, like, if there's a second wave of, um, like, all of that wave product and there's different squadron boxes and stuff is available um, closer to the time, um, then we'll probably uh, renege on this. Um, But we're not going to be evil and go around and say, oh, you've got a lovely alt art for your card instead of an official boring old drab ffg card so you can't use that that's fine like using fancy old darts is fine but like proper proxying of content is um okay for now as long as you've got the critical game component which is obviously the dial itself um is the key part for that thing so defenders a-wings separatist fire sprays all that stuff cool uh, i'd so actually like to see some like hand-drawn ones because that's funny yeah the worse they are the better yeah or preferably right. hand drawn in MS Paint and then printed out that kind of oh, thing. No, I want made up like pen and paper. <laughs> I want someone to put some effort in. <laughs> <laughs> Those proper Steve White ones. So yeah, um, yeah I love Steve, the ones when he does them. Yeah, so they, he um, people who don't know he's one one of the local cities. He lives in Bolton, and um, his his family run business is a um, paper recycling thing. So he's surrounded by these little bits of paper. <laughs> So he just cuts out card-shaped things, and while he's sitting at his desk at lunchtime, he doodles all dark cards on them and then brings them down to the club and uses them instead of the actual cards. So they're just like little pencil sketches of spaceships with numbers and words and stuff drawn on them. It's it's hilarious. Um, it's good fun, because he never knows what he's going to fly until he does that. Right. Um, I think we've run out of things to talk about, and we've we've been talking for quite a while. We're I have a shout-out. Have you? I was just about to ask if you had a shout-out, Ben. I do. I thought you were going to go ahead. No, well, no, I, I want you to ask me now. It's nice to ask. Has anybody got any shout outs? No, not me. All right, okay. <laughs> no, I want. To, I've got. I've got a shout out and a commiseration. I want a shout out to Mr. Dale Cromwell. He sent me a lovely message, and uh, the commiseration is to Alex Burt as he's no longer my favourite one sixth. Dale's pushed him out, so he needs to try harder now. Do you want to tell us what the message was about, or no, you know, no, is it no. just? You just no. send hello to Dale and thank you for no, yeah, making me feel you. nice. Yeah, that's All right, it. cool. Well, thank you. He didn't send uh, a nice message to you. It was to me. I shouldn't share that. 
that's all right then. Um, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, do you want to um, start your Oscar speech at this point? <laughs> no, I don't really have an Oscar speech. Just uh, shout out to all the all the guys in Blizzard Squadron, and I guess to an extent, uh, see the sky and Chinook because they're all kind of all kind of with online play one group. Uh, and a big shout out to my brother Alex, who uh, let me test this horrible nonsense against him on a constant basis. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, once again, congratulations on uh, your successful runs in the last couple of events and good luck for the future ones. Uh, and thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, no, it's... thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about this thing. And I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to, to volunteer to run it into people so they can practice against it. Well, I'm, that's, uh, that's how I'm, I'm, that's how I'm going to position my use of it. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to playing against the monster I've created, but... <laughs> Who wins? Be... <laughs> at, at, what, at, at what point do people start dropping stuff so they can underbid other people playing this list? Yeah, because the problem is I've signed up for a couple other GSP events already, yeah. but I uh, I went and accidentally won the first one I played in. So now I'm just gonna play like stupid fun stuff. Whatever. See if I can get some faction pins. Who cares, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to just absolutely get demolished by my own list in the future. It's gonna be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> just bring 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 the hard counter for it design and bring the hard counter go full birmingham baron yeah, the, like hatchet <laughs> man versus phantoms i mean i guess the hard, the problem is that the hard counter probably loses to like anything else but... oh yeah, yeah unless it's double fire sprays just bring that it's all good yeah but that's the but hard then no one's having fun isn't like it? I, i've already won all the prizes <laughs> and i'm flying double fire spray <laughs> what's the point of that <laughs> I mean, if you want people to have fun versus uh, compared to double fire sprays, you could fly a muck swarm because that's you know that's wholesome. <laughs> yeah, people love muck. Oh, you'll set him off. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So thank you very much for coming on. Um, we will be back uh, next week uh, when we'll talk about whatever. I don't know something. Should we talk I about guess. the take a cup final because that should have happened on Sunday. Ah, oh, yeah. Who's playing that? And it... ruin it for us all. Who's uh, playing that? Is it's, it Tom and Tom, I'm not sure who he's against. I can't remember. Good prep. Good prep. Well, I wasn't planning on really discussing it. You just give me a chance to insult him and I had to jump on it. Okay. So Sith take a cup the sequel. That's the one. Look. It was 193 players. It's down to the top two. One of them is Tom Reed, and I'm talking while TTT is loading. Uh, mm-hmm. the other one is is Renault Wens or Runs as he's known. I don't um, know. So uh, I think Tom's flying double fire sprays because he's got no shame. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure what Renault's flying. Um, like, as, as oh, oh, wow. It's double fire sprays against um, Ruthless Procket Baron of the Empires with two oh. thread tracers. So it's wholesomeness collides, basically. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Okay. So, um, all said and done then. Thank you very much again uh, to Andrew for coming on. And it is goodbye from Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. And goodbye from Ben. See you later. And goodbye from me. Oh, goodbye from Tim, because he's been talking a lot. A little bit. Goodbye. And <laughs> goodbye from me. Ta-da. Ocean Man.